Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Bo. According to the Chinuch, Parshas Bo contains 20 mitzvos, 9 positive, and 11 restrictions. In reality, with Parshas Bo, we are off and running. Whereas the very first Rashi in the Torah says that given the Torah is our constitution. The Torah should have begun with Parshas Bo, with Perig Yud Beis, chapter 12, where at the very beginning we are taught HaChodesh Hazel Lochem, that the mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh, the mitzvah of Ibor Hashanah, the mitzvah of the Jewish calendar, that this year, for example, is a leap year. There are two Adar, and that's because our months are lunar months, and the year of the Jewish year is to be solar as well, meaning that the mitzvah of Pesach is to be observed annually in the springtime. And in order to so do, the rabbis had to arrange the calendar in such a way that seven out of 19 years are going to be leap years because the lunar calendar, the lunar year, is 11 days shorter than the solar. And if we would not adjust with a leap year, after seven years, we'd be 77 days behind. And after eight years, 88. And so Pesach would no longer be in the spring. Pesach would be in the winter in any of the seasons. And therefore, Hayomach Temyotz Im, as the Torah says at the end of today's parasha, that we are leaving the Chodesh Aviv, and the Torah wanted us to make sure that annually Pesach is observed in the springtime. So therefore, the very first mitzvah in this week's parasha is that of the Jewish calendar, and indeed Rashi says the Torah should have begun with that. So we should ever remind ourselves that the book of Bereshis, number one, is to teach us Derech Eretz, Kodmala Torah, refining our character as we learn from the Avos and the uh, can, uh, actions of Yosef HaTzadik, is to prepare us to be a mensch in order to receive the Torah. That's number one. And secondly, it is our deed to Eretz Yisrael, as we've pointed out so many times, and the first Rashi in the Torah points out as well. Within Parshas Bo, we have the actual Yitzias Mitzrayim, Bayom Hazeh, Be'etzem Bayom Hazeh, on this very day. And I'd like to focus on one mitzvah which is found at the end of the parsha, and that is the Torah introduces us to the mitzvah of tefillin. And let's understand the parsha of tefillin, which means that the Torah uh, teaches us regarding this mitzvah of tefillin, is found four times in the Torah. The last two paragraphs of Parsha's bow, Kadishli Kolbachor, and Bhoyo Kiviyacha are the first two of the Parshios paragraphs in the Torah that contain the mitzvah of Tfilin, and we find both the first paragraph of the Shema 
and the second, both of whom as well contain the mitzvah of tefillin. So there are four parashios, four different paragraphs in the Torah which contain the mitzvah. And indeed, let's remind ourselves that the tefillin of the hand has the four parashios written on one long parasha. Um, on one long piece of parchment and the mitzvah of the tefillin, Shebarosh, the head tefillin, contains four compartments and in each of these four compartments is one of the four parashios of the tefillin. I'd like to focus on chapter 13, Pasuk 9. We are right after the Torah says, that we know on the night of Yetzias Mitzrayim, the Torah says, you are to tell your son, tell your children, and we know that it's done in a lengthy fashion at the Pesach Seder. Bavur the Torah says, and we continue this idea of the reminder of our leaving Egypt, not just Ba'avur Zeh, with the Matzah and the Maror, and when we were privileged to have and will have again the Korban Pesach, but the Torah continues, This shall be to you as a sign on your hand, and a remembrance between your eyes, literally that Hashem's Torah may be in your mouth. Why? For with a strong hand, Hashem removed you from Egypt. So my question is, and I would be honored, if you brought a chumash to the table, once again, this is chapter 13, Pasuk 9, and ask yourself what that third phrase, there are indeed four phrases to the verse. What the third phrase of, in order that Hashem's Torah shall be in your mouth, what it really is that doing to the verse. The first phrase, it shall be a sign on your hand and it shall be a uh, remembrance between your eyes. That's the tefillin of the hand and tefillin of the rosh. The end of the verse, for Hashem took you out with a strong hand, good, is you can say the reason the Torah is given, giving for the mitzvah of tefillin, namely that when we put on our tefillin, we are to recall His deliverance from Egypt, and therefore, in the Shulchan Aruch, in Simon Chafhei 25, the Machaber writes that a person should have kavana when he puts on his tefillin that Hashem commanded us to put these four paragraphs, which have Yichud Shemo, which have literally the oneness of his essence, 
monotheism, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, the oneness of God, and Vietzias Mitzrayim, and the Exodus, that the Exodus is an integral part of its of Tfilin, and really there's to be this association. And in fact, the Bach writes that indeed there are three mitzvos in the Torah that the Torah as much as tells us why we are doing this, namely the mitzvah of tzitzis as found earlier in Simon Ches in Shulchan Aruch in chapter 8 and the Torah says you are to put on the tzitzis in order that you shall remember all the mitzvos of the Torah here the Torah says, It shall be a sign. What shall be a sign? That tefillin is to remind us of Yitzias Mitzrayim. So each and every day, when we put on our tefillin, ideally, this is what we are to keep in mind, that Hashem, literally, as He was involved in each and every one of our lives, personally in Egypt, remember, an Egyptian and a Jew went to the same Nile River. They each had a bucket in their hand. The Egyptian took out a bucket of blood, and the Jew from the very same river took out a bucket of water. God performed a personal miracle for each and every Jew. His hashkocha pratis, his personal divine involvement, right, in the life of each and every Jew, as was demonstrated then in Mitzrayim, this is what we are reminded every single day when we put on our tefillin that as he was then, so he is most intimately involved in each and every aspect of our life. What is that phrase, the mantia, Torah Hashem Beficho, in order that Hashem's Torah shall be in your mouth, so that it says literally that the purpose of tefillin is a kind of mini exposure to Torah. Ideally, we could, should be, come on, v'hagisabo yomum v'layla. Not everyone has that opportunity, that luxury to being involved with Torah all day. So. The Torah, which is contained in the tefillin, is our daily uh, reminder of the strong purpose of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Moshe is told at the burning bush, This is the sign that I am taking you out of Egypt, that when you take the people out of Egypt, you'll serve and worship God on this mountain. The purpose of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, which is tefillin, was to come to Har Sinai and get the Torah. And therefore, not only do we learn, as the Gemara in Shabbos 108 teaches, that Torah Sashem Beficha means Mutar Beficha, that you can only make tefillin from the skin of a kosher animal, but much more important, reminding us that 
Torah is to be in our mouths. When I meet somebody, and how are you? Okay, fine, Baruch Hashem, what's new? And they say to me, nothing, I feel so sorry. How could it be that nothing is new? Each and every day, ideally, the Jew is excitedly troubled. This pasuk I don't understand, this halacha I need to understand more. And so the Torah is telling us that ideally what shall be in our minds when we see each other, when we greet each other, it should be with an exchange of Torah. Ideally, the greatest bracha I can give is that you catch your children talking Torah to each other. And this is what we say every day in the Shema, in the second paragraph, teach Torah to your children, that they should speak Torah one to another. And therefore, tonight, the Shabbos table is going to be set beautifully. And after all, we are waiting for that very special, right, Shabbos guest, okay? Literally, Hashem Himself comes to our Shabbos table. It's not the time and place to talk politics. Do we need a wall? Do we not need a wall? That should not be the focus of our uh, conversation at Shabbos table, nor shul politics. But what should be at our table is that the same way the table is set, so too there are zmiros on the table benchers so that we can sing different miros at the Shabbos table, that we can recite Birkas HaMazon. Similarly, there should be that Sefer at the Shabbos table in any language, whatever is going to motivate the people. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. That we're able to, Baruch Hashem, grow in our Torah and using the Shabbos experience, as the Yushalmi says, that the all during the week, when too often we are distracted and have to make that living, Shabbos is that day that we can Baruch Hashem fulfill the Mantia Torah Hashem B'ficha. Parsha's bow with its 20 mitzvos helps us maintain and aspire to just that, God's Torah in our mouth. Shabbat Shalom to all.